and welcome to the latest episode of the Online Warriors podcast. I'm Illegal86, and I'm joined by my fantastic hosts, Tactic and Nerd Bomber, for the last episode before Christmas. And the second to last episode of the year. I almost said don't open till Christmas, but that's you should open this before Christmas, because it's, it's coming out a couple days before. And I'm sure you're all chomping at the bit for more Online Warriors content. We have a fantastic episode laid out for you today. We're going to be talking about a couple of movie trailers that hit in the past week, as well as what I assume is going to be, well, I don't know. There's some God of War news, which I know Nerd Bomber is very excited about. This may finally be the straw that breaks the camel's back. I think in that metaphor, I'm the camel of who staunchly refuses to play God of War, and those days may finally be over. We'll get to that a little bit later. History being made. History potentially being made. Yeah, Amazon is is really throwing stuff throwing stuff out there. I guess is is the moral of that story. But we'll get to that a little later. We have a couple of really fantastic movie trailers uh, to go through as well. First, let's uh, let's let's loosen up. What's left on your guys your guys's Christmas movie list to be watched? So we started a pretty interesting, and this I might save this for what are you up to Wednesday. But the but the the quick shtick is get drunk and watch childhood favorites that's that's really i'm talking the animated things just go nuts just go wild with it It, you're gonna have a good time let me check the timestamp here so we got about two minutes in and the is that the tech tip for today get drunk and get drunk and watch childhood favorites Uh, we can uh yeah we can i guess put, put a stamp on that i have not watched it's a wonderful life yet which for me is a major it's a major hole right now I unf- I had the unfortunate. I want to talk about this too because I don't. I think in the secret segment we did not talk about this movie, and this is not my "What Are You Up To" Wednesday because I don't think it deserves that distinction. Christmas with the Cranks. Have you guys ever seen Christmas with the Cranks? Once it was like a fever dream. It's it's a concerning movie. I'm glad. A fever dream is exactly the way that I would describe it. The whole time you're watching it, you don't think it's. You feel just really unsettled and. <laughs> For what it's worth, I have read the book that it's based on, which is by John Grisham, who's like a, you know, people know who John Grisham is. He's the guy who writes all the lawyer books. Uh, He's like one of the most best-selling authors of all time. The book is better than the movie, not by like that much, but the movie is like, it just, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. And I watched that one. So it's been a weird year for me. I don't remember it being that weird. Isn't it just like parents who were going to go on vacation suddenly have to stay home because their kids decide to come home? And then it's just like... There's like hijinks, yeah. It's Tim Allen humor, basically. But that see, that's the thing. The Tim Allen humor is not like... When I think Tim Allen Christmas humor, I think Santa Claus. Oh, then you just haven't been paying attention to Tim Allen as a human being. Well, yeah. I guess lately I haven't. Yeah. I try not to lately. <laughs> Maybe Christmas with the Cranks was the turning point. Maybe that's what it is. But I don't know. It's just like Dan Aykroyd's in it. It's like everyone's in the suburbs and they're really mean to each other. And that's what the movie's about to some extent like the, the basic premise you mentioned I, which i think is a good premise too for a movie it's kind of like overshadowed by like this weird like distorted suburbia kind of thing we don't need to we don't need to keep talking about this but i watched that one and i'm i'm not that thrilled about that so i'm going to be trying to cover that up in the next few days as we lead up to the holiday season but yeah get drunk and watch your childhood favorites i want to i want to watch the old like it's not claymation is it claymation like rudolph and the year without a Santa Claus is another one. That was. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There's a year. Oh, that's what that's the ones you're talking about. They're great, and they're probably even better the way you watch them. <laughs> let's let's talk about uh, some more current movie fare and some. Let's let's let's, get, let's drift away from the holidays for a second, and let's talk about 65. So 65, a new trailer for this dropped 
sometime in the last week and writers of a quiet place and produced by sam raimi those are like two of the kind of headliney things that you know it's supposed to grab your attention it's supposed to say hey this movie is good because these people are doing it uh, also adam driver who he's not really a leading man kind of guy most of the time and i think he should be I, th- I think this is fitting him like a glove so far in this trailer. But when you start this trailer, I, and I think one of the other main things to, to note about this is you're like, why? what is 65? What does 65 mean? And the big, like, I, I loved the reveal in this trailer. It was so cool. It's like 65. Should I tell people what it stands for? Ago. Okay. Yeah. It's, we're talking, guys, we're talking dinosaur times. All right. It's before Jesus times. Before Jesus times, which is, it's a good twist because you're like, oh, this is futuristic sci-fi. Like they're going to like Jupiter or something. And then I, I guess they're on Earth. So that leads us down a little bit of a road. The trailer has, you know, a lot of action, a lot of, you know, a really cool gun, like ammo indicator that feels very video gamey. That's the other thing that I uh, want to make a special mention of. But I want to talk about the potential endings to this movie because essentially you have Adam Driver. He's ferrying people from somewhere you know port of call unknown and they crash on earth we later find out with the dinosaurs and he finds a girl so i'm a little annoyed right away because the girl has to survive right oh that's not even why i'm annoyed but <laughs> well you can tell me you can tell me why you're annoyed but I, I i feel like the the whole like 65 million years like the reveal was fun but it also kind of like pigeonholes you then into like there's a very small number of endings that this movie can have and that kind of thing bothers me a little bit but they'll probably find something cool to make of that. What 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 bothered you? I guess, well, you that. just said it. It pigeonholes you. That is the, like the like signs type of reveal that should have been at the end. We should have never known that it was in the past until the end of the movie. It should have been this planet that has reptilian like things or prehistoric like things that were just happened to be you know organisms on another planet. You have billions of stars. Why not? Believable. I'm with you. Right. But time travel should be the twisty twist. And you can't, to give it away in the trailer, just kind of like, come on, guys. Oh, well, see, that's interesting. So you think it's time travel. So what, what, see, I never even thought it was time travel. I didn't even think it would consider that aspect. I, what I thought was that what the trailer was implying is we as human beings are all from a different planet and something happened on that other planet and we're making excursions. We're sending folks to scout new locations and we get to Earth, which has dinosaurs at the time. I'm guessing something will happen throughout this movie. Probably, you know, Adam Driver getting messed up by a bunch of dinosaurs. All that technology is going to be gone. And there's just going to be this little girl left and probably, presumably, a little boy somewhere that, like, they maybe find at the end or something who also crash landed. No. I don't th- I don't think it's That's time travel. So I think it's because then there has to be a mass extinction event. Like if you take out like seven dinosaurs, that doesn't that doesn't mean you. Yep, you conquered the planet. You and random little boy go forth and prosper. Well, maybe they go into hiding. But also, there's the ice age to contend with. So you might be right. But I don't. The, the other example of this kind of thing, by the way, is uh, Planet of the Apes. Doesn't the same thing happen? Spoiler alert, but that movie came out like a billion years ago. Whether you're talking about the original or the Mark Wahlberg remake. Well, Planet of the Apes is going into the future. Apes become intelligent. They take over. That's why there's the classic buried Statue of Liberty shot. Right, at, at, at the end. So yeah, you're right. This is going the other way, but it's kind of a similar thing. I don't know. I'm into it. I like Adam Driver. Again, I think he's I think he's due as, as a leading man. I think, and the reason yeah. why I wanted to talk about this one is because it's interesting to see a dinosaur genre as a movie taking a step back from the Jurassic Park franchise. We have been 
just absolutely inundated with that over the last couple of years. And it's nice to see that that same genre take on a completely new medium with new pretenses. There's a combination of, you know, futuristic space technology melded with the prehistoric era. And so we get that you know that 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 I don't. I, what is this movie rated? Is it PG thirteen? I think it's unknown. It looks kind of scary uh, uh, for a little kid. S but for like, scary. Yeah, that's that's what we. <laughs> S for big spoopy. But this might be too scary for little kids. But it's in my opinion, when we were little kids, Jurassic Park was scary as shit. So you know what? Throw them into the fire. Like I said, it's exciting for kids to get excited about a whole new. Hopefully, they make something more than just this one off. Because as a as a just a consumed media is fantastic. I think they haven't decided yet. I was Googling around trying to find out what it's rated. Potentially TBD. No, I, we're sticking with the the Online Warriors podcast is as, rating as it for as scary. for spooky, yeah. I could get on board with that. I mean, look, Sam Raimi, he can, he can scare with the best of them. He was the evil dead guy. I've actually never seen... I think I've seen part of Evil Dead 2, which is supposed to be the good one. Also, I need to make a suggestion to you that you watch more Adam Driver movies aside from Star Wars because he does take the leading role very well. And you, I, I think you need to be exposed to him as a, as just a consumable media because he is, he is finger licking. He's a treat. I don't want... I feel like did I'm you saying guys, weird things, but he is a treat. You did lick your fingers there. Did you see... Um, did you see Marriage Story? Did either of you guys see Marriage Story? Yeah, that was really good. He was like oh, scary. Man. So good. And again, yeah. as a lead role. He Well, he's like, I don't know. I guess when I say lead role, what I mean is like, like this. Like he in, in Marriage Story, he was, it was like, I don't want to say ensemble because it was just him and Scarlett Johansson, but it was like him and Scarlett Johansson. He's also in a great movie called What If with Daniel Radcliffe, who I love. And he's like the funny best friend guy, which is a really great role for him. But yeah, 65. He was in Logan Lucky. He was in Logan Lucky. That's right. Another good movie. Wasn't he also in House of Gucci? Not to blow up your spot, but. (laughs) I did not. She's got all day. My my, my spot's getting blown up a little bit. Was he, I guess he was the lead in House of Gucci. I didn't see House of Gucci. It certainly counts. All right. Let me just Google Adam Driver. Because yeah, now I feel, now I feel seen. I guess I need to get out more. That's the takeaway here. When you Google Adam Driver, you see. Uh, the last duel star wars marriage story house of gucci oh he's in black clansman too he had a pretty big role in that he was he the leading the lead male though. yeah yeah he yeah he was the guy that like won undercover he was he was the i'm trying to remember if he helped the guy i think he might have been the racist i can't remember if he was no, the he racist was the or if he was friend. trying to help he was the cop friend that's what he was yeah i think he, he was the I cop he was friend. He, he's help. a good guy not a, not a racist right yeah okay so upon further inspection that nerd bomber took about five seconds to tell me that no no he's been the leading man a lot of times <laughs> But he, look, he's always good. Lots to look forward to from Adam Driver. I, I also think his, I think his hairstyle is perfect for this movie. He's got a sufficiently rugged look that also I think matches the sci-fi kind of vibe that he's that he's in. So let us know what you think. Do you think this is a time travel movie, or do you think this is? I don't even know what you would call my theory. This a is human this is a hundred percent a time travel f- movie. Which Neil deGrasse Tyson, I am I am so sorry because we all know going back in time is impossible. So. Apologies in advance for what Hollywood is doing for the theory of relativity. I feel like it's going to end up being some like wormhole stuff because he's in space and they're going to play with like the whole black hole wormhole type deal. Well, yeah, because don't don't you think he would know like, let's say he time traveled. He went back. Is there going to be a scene in the movie where he's like, oh, my God, I'm on Earth and that's a dinosaur? Because in the like, I guess in the trailer, they don't really. He says alien like creatures. Well, no, because all he sees, he says that he thinks there's creatures when he sees a giant footprint. And if you're in like the context of your mind and 
say you're in present day, you're not expecting dinosaurs. And then I don't know if they even speak after they see the dinosaurs. I think it just shows them shooting. Yeah, even if even yeah. if there were dinosaurs, in my head, I would say, oh, okay, this planet had a similar evolutionary trajectory as Earth. They're just at a different time period. I do agree, though. I think they should have buried the lead. I don't think they should have given up the ghosts in the trailer. I think that ruins it a little bit. I'm loving your metaphors. <laughs> It it makes the trailer fun to talk about, but yeah, it would have been more fun as like like the science example was a good one. Like put it put it in the movie. I guess they want people to know like they it should have a different title. The title sixty five is bad because if you're gonna call a movie sixty five, you have to let people know why pretty quickly. Otherwise, they're not gonna they're not gonna understand it. They're not gonna no, be absolutely not. Call it sixty five and never say why until they say the movie title in the movie where that where he gets like a like a some kind of calculation or something back from his help call says your call was received sixty five million years ago and then or and then it's like this like this daunting music. Dun, dun, dun. What were we just watching, Tactic? That. They used the title of something in something, and it was like this mind-blowing thing. Loot, but also oh, right. like okay. this is done time and time again in, in everything. And it's just, I love it when it's done. It's so good. You're like, oh, that's why they call it that. Okay. Loot. Is loot the, oh, I feel like I've heard, which, wait, was that, was that Netflix? Where's that? What is that on? What are you up to what that Wednesday? We'll get oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll bank that for later. 65 coming out March 10th. 2023 there's no more reveal to be had we already know what the twist is <laughs> so i don't know i guess if you're excited to go see it go see it, uh, it the twist is good. is there a lost boy that mates apparently according to the legal <laughs> well what else are they going to do man leave i guess go into the future back. through the same wormhole you weirdo i well, the ship looked pretty messed up man don't you think they would have left if they could i don't know we'll find out for the twist being ruined we're asking a lot of questions and we're not really answering any of them so i guess go go look into that. there's always an escape pod or b another ship that traveled back in time and left a bunch of parts somehow with dead passengers there's something you might be onto something there there could be like a uh interstellar kind of situation now, now dropping a bunch of spoilers everywhere but like maybe at like an hour and a half in like maybe matt damon just shows up you know uh, that'd be something else march 10th 2023 let us know what you think what you think the deal is at online warriors one is our main show account we have at ow illegal 86 that is me at ow tactic is tactic of course at ow nerd bomber is nerd bomber let's transition to the main event god of war prime video prime video is ordering a god of war live action series in co-production with sony pictures television and playstation productions there are some people attached to this the wheel of time which i have not watched any of but i did mean to i just haven't uh rafe judkin serving as the showrunner and mark fergus and hawk ostby both uh, i guess at least one of them has worked on iron man and children of men which i've also heard is very good but i haven't watched any of they're going to be on as writers and executive producers so having no knowledge whatsoever of the story of god of war i read through this briefly the one line plot is compelling the series will follow is it's kratos right yeah kratos as he journeys with his son to the highest peak as a final request from his late wife presumably battling gods i don't know what well, nerd bomber i'm going to turn it over to you short of Walk giving anything away that is basically the plot of the game from 2018 and okay it is like it is a very compelling father son grieving 
like 14 their relationship sort of journey which is why i think for both of you guys i've been telling you guys oh you should play this game you should play this game because it's not the old god of war that you would expect there is a lot of story here there's a lot of characterization here there's a lot of interpersonal relationships that are explored a lot of adventure because obviously as in any video game you know a simple quests such as you know scattering ashes at the top of the mountain that's never going to be as easy as it first appears you know at first blush there's always going to be some sidetrack crazy mission that they end up going on and i don't want to give anything away but like the the gist and the heart of what god of war is really is this father son story just steeped in mythology and there's just so much good story to explore that I'm really excited for this. I, it feels a lot. I don't want to compare it to The Last of Us because they're both very different games in terms of their gameplay style. And even the storytelling isn't quite the same. But I think the heart of both games, which is, you know, the relationship Grief. between yeah. you as the main character and your companion struggling through a difficult world, a difficult time. I think those are both the basis of both of those games and shows. And so at their heart, I think the the core of the story is very similar. And so depending on how they pull off The Last of Us, I'm hoping if that's good, that will kind of indicate that God of War will also be good. And I think it also helps that Corey Barlog is going to be at the helm of this as well. And he was the creative director for the God of War refresh, basically from 2018 on. And so I think with him at the helm, I, I mean, he obviously crafted a very masterful story. And so as long as he can keep them steered in the right direction, I think hopefully it should be good. That said, I am I'm not worried, just interested to see what they do with the casting because some of the main characters, so obviously, you know, Sony does a lot of, you know, mocap in addition to their voice acting and Atreus who plays Kratos's son, um Sonny Seljic, he has a lot of acting, well not a lot, but like for a kid, he has a decent amount of acting experience. Uh, the m one I think most people would probably recognize him from is, I think it was like the 90s. He plays like a skateboarding kid. I was going to say, I knew his name and I just Googled him. Mid 90s. Yep. Pretty good movie, by the way. Very interesting movie. And like, I, I did think, not know that was him. Yeah. He does all the mocap and voice acting for that. And I think, like, I, I get the idea of wanting to have this star studded, all star cast to kind of start fresh and bring in people who might pull in non gamers. But I also think he already has done such a really great job connecting with. The, obviously the second most pivotal character in this series that I, I it would be very weird for me to see someone who looks different in that role just because he's done such a really great job and even like Danielle Basuti who plays Freya she's also you know she has film experience did a really great job with that character too in terms of the mocap and voice acting like I, I guess I just don't know if I would prefer like these are real actors and I'm not saying that like Troy Baker's not a real actor, but I don't know if he's ever done like film work, you know. I don't know if, has he ever been steeped in like actually movies, like live action movies or has he primarily yeah, done I've, voice acting? I have no idea. I, I I yeah, I mean But like they have an opportunity here to like keep most of the same cast potentially. Right. I think like and this is probably my inexperience with the franchise speaking, but like and maybe it's like the Ragnarok associativity of like I'm like, oh, Chris Hemsworth. That was the first thing I thought like and that's probably wrong. Like I don't know I don't know anything about the character, but like I would I, I think I agree. I would like it for be I I would like for it to be not that. I would like for it to dig a little bit deeper. And no, I, I'm I, glad you brought I'm I I feel like I, I might feel like the biggest fan ever and I'm not, but like three hundred Sparta man. Gerard Butler. 
Oh, Gerard Butler. <laughs> I could see that. I don't know I what he's up to these days. Get him. He, he's old and seasoned. Get him ripped again. This is going to sound weird, but like one of the biggest things for Kratos specifically, he's just, he's got to be bald. He's yeah, got to get bicked. I know you I can bick their head, but like, I don't think I could look at Gerard Butler and believe that he's actually bald. I've never heard that term before, by the way. I put it together from context clues, but bicked, that means shaved head. Yeah. Is that not a common <laughs> term? I, well, I don't know. I, again, I don't get out much. Yeah, no, I, I, Gerard Butler, by the way, he is doing a movie called Plane, which is the funniest name for a movie ever, where he's like in the jungle. This is a trailer before I saw Glass Onion. So he's still out there doing stuff. I suppose I could see that. Um, I'm, I'm also, I'm glad you brought up uh, The Last of Us because I think the stories at face value do seem kind of similar. And I, I, I want your opinion, Nerd Bomber, on like, one of the main questions I have going into the Last of Us show is, I'm, sh- you know, all shows now are planning and hoping desperately to have a multi-season arc at least two seasons hopefully more where do you see that division like do you think the first game is you know a season and ragnarok is a season? like is it that is it clean cut enough to support that or do you think it's expansive enough to go deeper in a season than than just you know doing an entire game's worth i think it would depend on how many episodes that they're giving per season and also how long the episodes are so like if they're hour-long episodes but we're only getting like i know now in streaming it's like kind of the thing to only give eight episodes and i just don't know if you can fully get the entire first game done in eight episodes of 45 minute episodes like i don't think you can do it i think that their journey is so expansive and i feel the same with The Last of Us. Oh, I share that concern. Yeah, definitely. I feel like if maybe they stretched it to 15 episode seasons, I think then it would work. But I think if they're going to stick to the the new kind of fad of short seasons, I think they probably have to split it up and spend a little bit more time. But then that also concerns me because in both of these franchises, both The Last of Us and God of War, it kind of hinges on, you know, there's a kid involved, you know, a kid actor, a kid character. And eventually they do make an age jump in like the second games, you know, but will it look jarring to have this, you know, one game arc carried over a span when the kids are obviously growing up in real life, these kid actors. So it's interesting. I I don't know how they're going to pull it off. I'm very curious to see what they do. I wish they just did one longer season though. I feel like that used to be the norm. I don't know when eight episode seasons started being a thing, but I don't like it. It's for script subscription services it's to keep them. It must be to keep them coming back year over year. The main thing that's concerning about all these game video game adaptations is all of these adaptations are occurring when there's still potential for trilogies in the video games. And I always get nervous with these diverging paths or like incomplete content that we end up in a Game of Thrones situation where one has to scurry to wrap up or they completely diverge and it just I just I'm not a fan. Well I think and I might be wrong, but one of the things and probably why other than the fact that Sony is, you know, an entertainment company, but I think one of the reasons why these two franchises were kind of handpicked for the adaptation is I I believe after Ragnarok, God of War is done. And I think Last of Us 2 wrapped up the game series for that as well. So I think those are done. It's not like Uncharted where it's still kind of continuing and no one really knows what's happening. Yeah, and see, Uncharted is another weird example because I feel like, the and again, without getting into spoilers, first of all, I think your assessment of Last of Us is, is totally right. I can't speak much to God of War, but Last of Us 2 left things in a place where I would be surprised. And also, I almost don't want them to, to go any further 
Uncharted for what it's worth was the same thing. When Uncharted 4 ended, I was like, that is a good ending. Let's not do that anymore. And then they were like, no, <laughs> we're going to like put out The Lost Legacy. I think that came out after, which like was fine, but it wasn't like amazing. And they're probably going to do a million other things. But yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm interested in like the, the season divisions. And yeah, like, like you were saying, you, you're both saying like, if you go back to like, the example I could think of off the top of my head is The West Wing. That show, a season of that show, these were hour long episodes and there were like 20 episodes. It's like, they just, we just, we got so much more back then. I, got, I shouldn't say we, because I wasn't watching West Wing in the 90s. Well, because the but difference like, was... I think you're right. I think television, I think television was... stations needed continuous viewership to show growth to their shareholders. Now, subscription services need continuous subscriptions to show. And the, if people watch all of their content all at once and just binge it, then great. They can save next month's bills like yeah, yeah. but it's, it's i, I highly attention. envision this like i know well the last of us is different because it's on hbo and they always just did weekly stuff but i know amazon has pivoted to doing weekly releases so at this point like having a slightly longer first season just keeps people around consecutive weeks for a little bit longer period of time yeah i i do think like it's it's a matter of how many episodes you have because like you know the mandalorian was another example of like and I, granted, I don't think I did this, but like when the first season ended and like I watched a couple more things on Disney Plus and I was like, I should maybe just get rid of this until Mandalorian comes back, which was like, whatever, a year's worth of time. And granted, I did not wind up doing that. But like if the goal is retention, because I think you're right, the goal is retention. You want a continuous stream of content, but I guess it, I guess these streaming services feel like they can get that by attracting you to one show after another and chaining them together, right? Whereas what I would like instead is we're going to give you a much larger amount of this show that, you know, like God of War or like The Last of Us, it's like it's going to draw in a bunch of people and hopefully aim to keep them for, for longer. But I don't know. Streaming economy is weird. I still don't really understand it. And like, you know, back in the 90s, you didn't really, I guess you did have the option to get rid of cable, but like no one did that. Everyone had cable. <laughs> so like it, it doesn't really count. And also NBC using the West Wing example was a broadcast station. So cable doesn't even apply. Anyways. Yeah. No release date of any kind for this yet. It's in very early development, but yeah, th th this may be it. I mean, there, look, there's two games. They are very similar to the last of us in, I, th I think in the theme, it seems like, again, just reading this, this one sentence seems like the theme is at least vaguely similar, similar enough for me to be to be interested so stay tuned on that we're gonna go to a break now as we often do but before we do we're gonna do something else that we often do which is shout out our fantastic patreon producer mr stephen keller stephen has been one of our rider dies he's really been the rider die for the year of 2022 and also the year before that and potentially the year before that i don't know i'm not very good with history but he's been with us for a long time supporting us at the night level on patreon that's the highest of our three levels and as a result he gets this producer shout out every week he gets access to the monthly secret segment and vlog of course he gets input into the weekly game segment and he gets the occasional guest spot on the show he was just with us a couple weeks ago and had a good time i believe he beat me at the quiz but i mean that's not a huge accomplishment at this point tactic i believe you're depending on me to win today i can't even imagine how scared you are <laughs> right now uh, we'll get to that later though there's also a squire level of support on our patreon which gets you access to our monthly secret segments and vlogs and there is a page level which gets you access to the monthly secret segment so for any of the details on all of those levels of support you can head over to patreon.com slash online warriors podcast say hi to us say hi to steven consider giving back to the show 
helping us keep this thing rolling into 2023 and beyond. We'll take a short break now and we'll be right back to talk about the Spider-Verse. This is The Gorge. It's a podcast where my friend Sarah and I gorge ourselves in overanalyzing a topic. The body count It's in this children's movie. It's insanely high. The reason he's able to be a good assassin is because no one would expect a gorilla to kill you. (laughs) I made the incredibly stupid decision to start Marble Hornets. And the robot says, I know where we can find your baby. It was stolen by Cap'n Crunch. He sounds like Chuck Huber. Yeah. How did you know? <laughs> the Gorge. Three times a month, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so we had Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This was the hit film from what year? I don't know what year it was from. Pretty recently. We got a lot of... I don't want to call it archival footage because that makes it sound like the movie came out a billion years ago, but a lot of footage from the first movie featured in the trailer for this newest movie, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Now, before we get into this, we had Into the Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse. Let's jump all the way ahead. What is the third one called? Because I have an immediate thought. I want to see if any of you guys are on the same wavelength as I am. Out of the Spider-Verse? Yeah, pretty much. I was thinking beyond, beyond the Spider-Verse. Uh, out of the Spider-Verse, you know, we're going in, we're going across, and then I we have to be going out. And I'm sure they're, like, way ahead of us in, like, the Sony boardrooms. But, um... Become the Spider-Verse. That's what it's gonna be. That would be interesting. Uh, I don't know I don't know how that would work, <laughs> but... You ever seen Magic we'll find School out. Bus? I'll tell you. I have. I don't understand the reference. <laughs> I haven't seen Magic School Bus for a long time. But, okay. We saw some of the Spider-Verse, obviously, in Into the Spider-Verse. Is it Suffice to say, based on this trailer, which, you know, two minutes worth, this is a much more vast Spider-Verse than even the first one. I mean, the first one we got, we got many Spider-Men. Yeah, right? I was going to say, it's, it's Spider-Man is definitely in this one. Spider-Man's in this one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we, we, we had we had the Peter Parker Spider-Man, the, the Jake Johnson Spider-Man, I mean. We, of course, had, that's right, there was also a, uh, not Chris Evans, who's the other Chris? Chris Pine. There's the Chris Pine Spider-Man. Then we had Miles Morales, and we had Nick Cage Spider-Man. John Mulaney Spider-Man. But this is like, there's like 30 Spider-Man. This is, it, what's the point of becoming overwhelming? That's one of my basic questions watching. I don't know. I'm not saying we're at that point. Well, I think from the vibe, isn't that kind of the point? From the vibe of this well trailer? Maybe. I think like, like so, so the way this, and the way I found out that this trailer had come out was, you know, as pitching it for a news topic for, for the show, it was a link to an article that was like, here's screenshots of all the Spider-Men in Across the Spider-Verse. Well, we know who it's going to be focused so on, many. too. Like, it, it's while there's a lot, it's going to be really kind of the, the small crew of Gwen Stacy, Miles Morales, Peter Parker. Jake Johnson. And then we're adding on Spider-Man 2099, who's voiced by Oscar Isaac. Everyone else, I think, is going to be just kind of tertiary you know, hey, look, there's another one. Hey, look, there's another. They might throw Spider Pig in there a couple times for a laugh here and there, but I don't think it's going to be really focused on them. So to make sure I am understanding, Spider-Man 2099 is the apparently potentially evil laser shooting Spider-Man towards the end. I don't think he's evil. He's a good Spider-Man. So I have a couple theories. One, we know who the villain is. It's not Spider-Man 2099. It's it's the spot. We've seen him uh, sort of flashed in trailers. It's this 
all white thing with these black dots on them. This villain has the ability to jump through realities, so it kind of makes sense as across the Spider-Verse that this would be the villain. As far as Oscar Isaac's character being the villain, I think it's the I think it's going to be the standard, you know, hero A has one way to, that they want to save the day, hero B has another day that they want to save the day. Miles Morales, let's say, is hero A, and he gets in the way or takes something that stops hero hero B. I feel like I'm just using too many A's and B's. Miles takes something that stops Oscar Isaac's plan from taking place, and he, I think he's just chasing after him to try to get back on track of his plan. I don't think that he is the baddie at all. I think he's got one way of doing things, and Miles has another way of doing things. Do we anticipate any anything besides various Spider-Men? And, like, of course, villains. Like, well, actually, does Sony own the rights? That may be the operative question. Does Sony... Sony probably only has the rights to Spider-Man, now that I think about it. So that might have been a stupid question. But, like, are there other reveals to be had in this movie besides here's 100 Spider-Men? <laughs> you know, I, I, don't get me wrong. That would be very cool. I love the first one. And I'm very excited for this one. But I guess, especially in light of like talking about 65, I want to I know how this movie is going to surprise me. I don't know that there's any reveals that, I mean, even even the first Miles Morales, there was nothing that was really like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. We got what we saw. And I think they're going to do the same approach here where we're going to get everything we saw. It's going to have a plot. It's going to be a fun time. And it's not going to be these crazy head fakes. That's kind of their M.O., I don't, I don't, I don't think we're, we're, we're going to be surprised. I think we're just going to enjoy the ride. And enjoy the ride we shall. I, I, the other thing, you know, watching this trailer just reminded me of, I think the main character in, in these, in these movies and the star of these movies is the art style. Like there, there is just nothing else. And, the and, and, you know, and the soundtrack, like, like the archival footage, as, as I'll call it again, from the first movie just reminded me how, especially at the time, like startlingly, startlingly unique that was. And, I saw it in theaters and I was pretty much pretty enamored with it immediately. And uh, I don't really see that changing. So very excited. The only other actor I know who's new, who has been attached to this besides Oscar Isaac, you mentioned Daniel Kaluuya, who I'm also a fan of. I imagine as an actor, this would be a very fun, like if I, I mean, whether I was approached to do a cameo or if I like was like, Hey, can I do a cameo? Like how, how fun of a gig is that? You show up, you probably say four lines at most. Who cares if you even get paid at that point? You're in, you're in the spider verse, right? It seems like a, a good outcome. So we will see. Uh, this one does have a release date, but this one is coming next year. Uh, 2023, of course, June 2nd. So right in the middle of uh, the summer movie season, right where it should be, be on the lookout for that. And that brings us into what are you up to Wednesday? Now, I'm going to turn it over to Nerd Bomber first. I don't remember which of you was teasing something for what are you up to Wednesday, but I think it might have been Nerd Bomber, so I'm going to turn it over to her first. Uh, I'll let Tactic take that one, but I did start God of War Ragnarok. That finally came. Uh, I did also, I, I don't think you can ever finish Vampire Survivors, but I found a really good build and I basically beat everything that's available to me right now with one really killer build. So Except I've set that down. Reaper. Yeah, I don't know how to beat the Grim Reaper. It doesn't make any sense. Apparently you can, No one knows but how I to beat the, <laughs> You can never beat the Grim Reaper. He's coming for you no matter what. But I started playing God of War Ragnarok and it is every bit as good so far as the first game. I think the only difference, and this might be the same, can be said maybe of The Last of Us, but like the first game felt very like, wow, I've never played anything quite like this before. And I think the sequel doesn't have that because obviously it's 
it's not more of the same, but it, it is, you know what I mean? Like it's the same foundation that the first game set, but it's still very good. And I, I'm really having a lot of fun with it. So hopefully, you know, I have a little bit of time off from work coming up and my plan is to just bust through that as much as I possibly can. Cause I can't wait to like, every time I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about playing it. So I think that says a lot for it. And I also finished is Ragnarok in the room with us right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I'm not just staring at the case. I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but then I also did read Recursion by Blake Crouch, which is a book that I've had for a while. And uh, it was a pretty quick and maybe not so much easy, but like very sci-fi, easy, fun sort of read where the premise is basically the scientist builds a chair that allows you to go back in time via memories to basically redo everything. But then... At the point in time when you went back in time, everybody kind of retains memories of both timelines and basically it messes up reality for everybody. And it's kind of like a thriller, sci-fi type thing. If you've read a Blake Crouch book before, like you kind of know what you should be expecting with it. Creepy. Uh, no, no. He kind of moved away from like the creepy serial killer stuff. That's that, exclusively that's like his all I read stuff. of his. So, okay. Yeah, his new stuff is definitely more steeped in sci-fi not so much serial killers but i think he gets some of that like action suspense stuff in there so he still kind of goes to those initial roots that he had honestly solid recommendation then yeah if you want to read it, i mean we have the book so feel free to pick it up I live with you that's right yeah i know you have access to my whole <laughs> library it's great wait you guys are living together i know right but yeah that's wow. that's basically what i've been up to uh i'll probably have more to say about god of war ragnarok as i get further in but yeah very excited about it very nice tactic so what I was referring to earlier as far as the What Are You Up To Wednesday is we started watching a show and it was actually a show picked out by Nerd Bomber that I literally said, ugh, I don't want to watch that, thinking that it was something completely different. And wouldn't you know it, I enjoyed it. It's a show called Loot. It is about, it's basically poking fun at Jeff Bezos' relationship and it, it would star his quote unquote wife in this. So it's starring Maya Rudolph, who's playing, like I said, Jeff Bezos is not his wife, but like the character that kind of like poke fun, pokes fun at his wife. And John No, or sorry, Adam Scott is playing a character called John Novak that is the the rich tech billionaire guy. And just their relationship, really the star though is Maya Rudolph. It focuses on her and her trying to pivot into philanthropy and realizing that rich people suck. And it's just it's just a fun, entertaining watch. And I recommend it. I don't want to spoil too much, but check that show out. The other thing that um, I've been doing is just continuing to play Pokemon. I got my Charizard. I said I was going to do it. Guess what, folks? I did it. I am a boss. So that's going and it's still going. I just, I, I can't, even I've beat everything. I've literally beat everything. I haven't caught them all yet, but like this game has this weird hold on me where I want 100% it and I don't know why. I don't think I've ever wanted to do that with any Pokemon game. It's a sickness. But like this one, I don't know. It's just doing it for me. I haven't had one that did it for me in a while and I'm getting sweaty just thinking about it. I tell you. <sighs> wow. Well, you, you can sit over there and be sweaty and I'll, I'll do my update. <laughs> so I need to, I need to unpack some, some shame uh, bef before the group here. So I'm having a hard time you just mentioned 100 percenting games so that was that was very relevant to me because i do think after kind of introspecting a little bit that it's time for me to move on from assassin's creed 2 i don't i don't like leaving games unfinished 
So I'm basically depending on you guys to tell me that that's okay. Because I think I've done the things in the game that have provided me the most joy and I run out of those things. So now I have to like do, and it's like the thing that has provided me the least amount of joy is the campaign and the campaign missions, which is unfortunate because that's also like, I think probably the biggest chunk, like I think I'm like 40 something percent through the game. And like most of that 40% is probably like me beefing up all my weapons and like getting all these collections and things and like just going out and like looting stuff and, you know, having fun. But I'm the, the returns are diminishing and I don't know what your guys' views are. Life's too short. On, like, drop it and play God of War and or Plague Tale. Yeah, always play. too short. Play a game right? until, th- until, you're, until you're content to move on. You don't even have to complete the main story is, is, is my Which I vibe. haven't done. I, I don't. I, it's something I need to work on. I mean, in the new year, but also like right now is like, like you said, Nerd Bomber, life is life is too short. What, what am I? What am I doing with with my life? So I'm probably gonna move on from that. That's kind of one of my updates. The other thing is kind of a minor thing, but I I can't remember if it was. I don't know who originally came out with this. It's on Disney Plus now, which is where I watched it. But I think it was live on like it might have been Fox or like one of the big channels did a beauty and the beast 30th anniversary like it was so i went into it thinking this is a live musical like they're gonna do the whole thing not quite that's not quite what it is but they got josh groban to play the beast and they got her to play bell both very good also martin short plays lumiere he's amazing david allen greer plays cogsworth it, it, it is like it's very much like uh i think they did grease like that they did jesus christ superstar and like a bunch of they're doing like those live musical things on tv now kind of similar to that but it did a cool thing where it would do one scene in a like live action you know them singing and like very they, they filmed it on the disney back lot so at various points they were like outside walking through the back lots that like obviously are not at all like provincial france but they're just the disney black back lots but that was cool um so it was that was kind of interesting and they would intersperse those scenes with just like you're kind of just watching the animated movie again in certain scenes and remembering how great it is so all in all like i think it was like an hour and a half experience pretty much as long as the original movie was i would think and i would i would recommend it there's a lot of very very interesting interpretive dancing so if that's your kind of thing you'll like really really like it there was a lot of it that i feel like i probably didn't understand fully but like the rose for example you, you guys seen beating the beast like the the there's the rose with the petals falling off and that like represents like how long he has to to get true love there's like a team of like i don't know six dancers at one point who are just like they are the rose and like petals are falling off and as as like a petal falling off is like a dancer basically like falling to the ground and like very gracefully like kind of wilting away off the stage i love and that it was very cool it was very very cool uh i never seen anything like it the music was great the music in that movie is phenomenal and it done live by like josh groban and stuff was really really good so i would recommend that it's on disney plus right now i think it like just came out in the last week so uh yeah that's that's about it for me uh like i said other than that's been doing a lot of christmasy stuff and uh retaining holiday spirit for the next week before we enter like the dreary you know dog days of january that's not a phrase but it's cold that's that's the point i was january is fine it's february that's a bummer oh i also just bought a snowblower that's like a it's not a fun update but it's just like it's like a podcast thing oh, I can finally not, say not, the, it's not a podcast thing either it's a live it's a life thing it's like i'm an adult i can finally say the passive aggressive go blow snow we have a neighbor who is 
he's like a 70 something year old dude probably early 70s he's not like you know he's he's fine he's like spry and he gets up and goes out and does stuff he's retired and like he's very very nice so we don't have a snowblower so twice now this season he has just come over like unannounced and uninvited i was sitting in my house in my living room and i looked out the front window and i was like he's snowblowing my driveway i have to go out there and like you know at that point you have to at least like like we weren't going anywhere that day so it didn't matter but i was like i have to go out there and like at least like look like i'm making the effort so i went out there with a shovel and he was like no just use the snowblower he showed me how to use a snowblower and then that happened twice and i was like he's gonna keep coming over here and snowblowing and i'm gonna feel bad until i buy a snowblower so don't you hate that when nice people make you have to do things people are too nice that's that's the moral of the story like and he was also like you can just you come borrow mine anytime and i was like i was like can i like at least like put some gas in it and he was like no and i was like okay i have to buy a snowblower now look i I probably didn't have to but look i still have a little bit of pride left i want to try and preserve that for as long as possible so i own a snowblower now there might be a hilarious update next week about like me trying to use it or assemble it because i do have to assemble it that'll be a fun project that's for next week though nerd bomber i oh no tactic you're hosting the quiz today i am taking nerd bomber on trying to (laughs) i don't know i guess trying to keep tactic alive which again is is a it's a risky proposition so nerd bombers at 13 11 i tactic is at 14 and 12 i'm at 11 and 18 and steven two and two so tactic what do you have for us today so the trivia topic is world cup trivia so if you watch soccer if you're familiar with the world cup you might have an advantage but i'm also going back pretty far so with my first question what year was the first world cup and we're gonna start with nerd bomber i feel like this has been around for a really long time because soccer is like one of the oldest sports institutions known to man i believe i mean that's still like ongoing i feel like 1850 that's a strong guess i definitely think we're in the 1800s so you've you've i feel like you forced my hand and i have to go earlier i am going to go this i feel like this might have been like a world war one thing too though like around the league of nations time i'm, I'm going all the way back to jesus times so i'm gonna say zero 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 so a world war one thing would have been a better guess this was 1930 Rats. so nerd bomber <sighs> starts off with a hard-hitting point sorry tactic but you should have expected this I'll probably apologize to you a few more times. So Brazil has won the most World Cups since 1930. How many did they win? Well, let's see. You got nominally it's once every four years. They probably took a break here and there. So you're looking at probably about 22 World Cups. And they've won, they've won, uh, they've won eight. They're pretty good. I'm going to say nine. So you both busted. That is Darn it. Eight and nine Oof. with 22 World Cups. That is a significant percentage well they're really good at soccer i was was gonna say they're really good i I said that in my explanation i think they're really good so the answer was five five is the leading number of winning world cups fair play so today the world cup is a 32 team tournament how many teams participated in the first one 10 it's another strong guess i'm gonna have to go with 11 i have to use my plus one here strategically so illegal takes this one we are all tied up it is 13 which is kind of interesting to me because it's an odd number but i guess someone got to buy the first round or something i don't know yeah maybe they're like the people who put it on got to buy that is weird but moving on so they're also that's a terrible bracket number the more i think about it anyways yeah dude i didn't i didn't i didn't pick it we're all tied up two questions left of the 22 world cups the u.s has never won how many years did they qualify to participate in the tournament Wait, are there actually were 22? Because I pulled that number right out of my butt. 
how many years did they qualify? I mean, it's still a lot. I think it's pretty rare for them to not qualify. I, I'm I'm going to say I'm going to say 17. I don't think it's nearly that many. I'm going to say one. So I expect another apology. Um, Nerd Palmer takes this one. They've participated in 50% with 11 times that they have qualified. Yeah, I'm sorry. So you have to get this one to tie it up. Otherwise, Nerd Bomber can take it home. In 2022, how much money does the winning team of the World Cup get? Goodness. I don't know. Um, 15 million. Yeah, I didn't even know they got any money. This is news to me. I thought it was just about like pride. 15 million. I'm going to say... Well, this is also interesting because this year the World Cup's being run by a country that is like noticeably or notably like I think they like bankrupted themselves to do it. I don't know if that has any bearing. Uh, I'm going to say 50, 5 zero. So illegal was significantly closer, but busted. And so the, the prize money for the winning team is $42 million. Hairs. Oh, man. Why would why would you pick an even number? I guess that is an even number. Probably that that's an even number. 42 two. Even. <laughs> what is that what is that in euros no idea it doesn't matter so nerd bomber takes this one she is starting to break away from the pack and get herself a ha- handsome lead but we're going to wrap it out with the last tiebreaker question and the question was going to be how much does the fifa organization generate from this event do you guys want to guess because it's disgusting it's a lot Again, I, I like I know with a could, prize of forty two million for the first place, and by the way, second and third place also win money. It it is not jump change. They generate every time they host this. Well, this year was projected to be four point seven billion dollars. I actually thought it was going to be more than that, but yeah, it, it's. I mean, it's like it's it's a big deal. It's also very corrupt. I don't want to like <laughs> I don't want to upset any of the, our World Cup fan listeners out there. But if you like peel back even one layer of FIFA, you realize that it's. I mean, look, it's a four something billion dollar event. There's there's going to be some, some shady stuff happening somewhere. But congratulations to Nerd Bomber. I mean, yes, I'm trying to think next week is the last week. Nerd Bomber's at 14 and 11. Technic is at 14 and 12. So it's locked if, in. So the loser has to do a thing and the winner, just like in soccer, gets promoted to the next league. So Nerd Bomber will start doing daytime television. I'm good with that. That's the, that's the, that's the next right of a podcast is day, uh, daytime television. I didn't know that. That's good to know. So I get, do I get demoted? What do I, where do I go? Um, you, you're talk, on AM, talk, talk AM radio. radio. Yeah. AM. Talk, AM, AM talk radio. That's, you know what? Punishment fits the, fits the crime. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations to our bomber. Negative congratulations to me. And we will see you guys next week back here same time same place for the final episode of 2022 we may you know talk a little bit of resolutions uh, although that may be a secret segment thing but we're gonna you know have a slate of news topics as per usual for you guys in the meantime stay safe have a happy and healthy holiday and uh let tactic take us out with a tech tip i already did oh that's right drink and watch your holiday favorite your childhood favorite uh, holiday specials on tv get drunk